Good morning to Sri Sri Radha Kalachandri Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. The um, class, of course, each morning is given from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Wonderful pastimes, lessons, and really history of our past. So we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, chapter 15, text 30. And of course, the scripture is always complete, absolutely complete and perfect. And sometimes it can be an interesting opportunity to find something above and beyond what's written here, but when you're given the mercy, somehow or another, these fallen souls, at least I'm one of them, you can find something to share that, um, that um, resonates. Uh, pastime or history or situation. But before we read from the scriptures, we always like to Get a little mercy and a reminder by singing. I call it a love song, but there are many love songs in the scriptures. Just reading, just by reading Jaya Radha it actually helps you establish a mood. At least I hope it does. Jayaradamadhava Kunjabihari Jayaradamadhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivaradari Yashura Nandana Braja Chararanjanan Yashura Nandana Braja Chararanjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava 
कुंज बिहारी जय कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जन वालिवारी जय गोपी जन वालिवारी यशोरनंदन व्रजचरंजन यशोरनंदन व्रजचरंजन यमुना तीरवनचारी यमुना तीरवनचारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे राधा कल चंजी राधा कल चंजी रे जय जय जगन्नाथ 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 जय जय जगन्नाथ जय जय बलदेव पल्लदेव पल्लदेव जय जय बलदेव जय जय सुबदा 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 जय जय सुबदा जय जय गोरिठाय 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 जय जय गोरिठाय मीठाय गोरो हरिबोल 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 निठाय गोरो हरिबोल So um chapter 15 is a continuation of the 
pastimes of the Pandavas as they are retiring early. Text 30. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Itaim Bhagavata Gnanam Yatatsangrama Mudani Kalakamata Morudan Puna Ariyadgamat Prabhu Gitam Bhagavata Gnanam Yatatsangrama Mudani Kalakamata Morudam Puna Ariyadgamat Prabhu Gitam Bhagavata Gnanam Yatatsangramamudani Kalakamantamorudam Punat Ariyatgamat Prabhu Gitam instructed Bhagavata by the personality of Godhead Jnanam transcendental knowledge Yat which at that sangramamurdam i'm sorry sangramamurdani in the midst of battle kalakama time and actions tamarudam enwrapped by such darkness unaha ariyatkamat revived them Again, Prabhu, the Lord of his senses. And the translation here is because of the Lord's pastimes and activities, because of his absence, it appeared that Arjuna forgot the instructions left by the personality of Godhead. But factually, this was not the case. And again, he became Lord of his senses. Report. A conditioned soul is enwrapped in his fruitive activities by the force of eternal time. But the Supreme Lord, when he incarnates on the earth, is not influenced by Kala or the material conception of past, present, and future. The activities of the Lord are eternal, and they are manifestations of his Atma Maya, or internal potency. All pastimes or activities of the Lord are spiritual in nature, but to the layman, they appear to be on the same level with material activities. It so appeared that Arjuna and the Lord were engaged in the battle of Kurusetra, as the other party was also engaged. But factually, the Lord was executing his mission of incarnation 
and association with his eternal friend Arjun. Therefore, such apparently material activities of Arjun did not drive him away from his transcendental position, but on the contrary, revived his consciousness of the songs of the Lord. As he sang them personally, this revival of consciousness is assured by the Lord in the Bhagavad Gita, 18th chapter, 65th text, as follows. Manmana babo mad bhakto, mad mam namaskuru, mam evajashi satyamte, patejana priyoshe me. One should think of the Lord always. The mind should not forget him. One should become a devotee of the Lord and offer obeisances unto him. One who lives in that fashion becomes undoubtedly endowed with the blessing of the Lord by achieving the shelter of his lotus feet. There is nothing to doubt about this eternal truth. Because Arjuna was his confidential friend, the secret was disclosed to him. Arjuna had no desire to fight with his relatives, but he fought for the mission of the Lord. He was always engaged in the execution of his mission only. And therefore, after the Lord's departure, he remained in the same transcendental position, even though it appeared that he forgot all the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita. One should therefore adjust the activities of life in pace with the mission of the Lord. And by doing this, one is sure to return back home, back to Godhead. This is the highest perfection of life. Om Gnana Timarandasya Gnanjanan Shavakaya Takshon Militam Yena Tashmai Shri Guru Vena Maha Sri Chaitanya Manubishnam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Vayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadandikam Vancha Kalpaturubhya Chakripa Sindubhya Eva Cha Patitanam Pavanavyo Vaishnavibhya Namo Namaha Always, the scriptures are enlightening, and if you are fortunate enough, read from them, you may have the opportunity to have some moment of enlightenment. Of course, there is no guarantee that it will happen, but with the mercy of the Lord, anything and everything is possible. 
And as I mentioned earlier, sometimes you'll come across the scriptures and you will you will read something that touches your heart. Hopefully, every time you come across the scriptures, something touches your heart. There are times when you read it and you just sit there and meditate on what you've read. Sometimes it clicks. Sometimes you sit it on the shelf until it begins to marinate and manifest in your mind. And I'm saying that to say earlier I said everything that's in the scripture is perfect and complete. And there are times when what is said is exactly what is said, and it's a challenge sometimes with our limited knowledge, even though we have the scriptures. It's a challenge to come up with uh, a realization, and a realization doesn't take away from the scriptures. It is how it affects you. So many times... You may hear someone say, well, there's no need to interpret the scriptures. And it's not interpretation, it's relating. So it's okay to relate. I mean, even down through the history, we've had sages uh, read from the scriptures and share what it means to them. And in this particular scripture, and in this particular chapter, we have been leading up to the Pandavas and how they uh, concluded or retired. I was going to say retired from the scene, but not so much retired from the scenes, but how they retired in a timely fashion. And in the process of it, you to steers asking he's noticing things have changed he wants to know from Arjun what's going on what's happening um, so many strange occurrences are happening in the world something is amiss maybe the Lord's leaving the planet and Arjun had a an exceptional relationship with the Lord because He was the Lord's nearest and dearest friend. He was the Lord's close friend. And he had a lot of association. He had a lot of opportunities to ask questions of the Lord. But in actuality, when you're reading the Bhagavad Gita, it's not so much for Arjun, because ultimately he knows all these things that are taking place because Krishna's there explaining it to him. But it's to share with us so that we can learn about our history. And I think of our history as the scriptures. It is our history. In the past times, in our history, our relatives have left a path of knowledge. There is, and I've not read all of the Veda. Vedas, but there is a scenario for every possible 
situation that one can come up with or come into. And the lessons are there as to what to do, how to handle the situation, and ultimately how to come out of it successfully. And the whole process of coming out of it successfully is actually like tuning in a radio station to the right channel, driving on the road and you've got the right directions. These are directions on the devotional path, back home, back to the Lord. But as we're taking this journey, we're taking into account of all the situations that are along the road, and we're dealing with them one at a time. As we're dealing with them one at a time, it's also very important that no matter what that situation is, we always have the attention of the Lord, we always have the guidance Based on our surrender, we always have the guidance of the Lord. And I'm thinking, sometimes things can happen in our lives. Things can happen in our lives where it flips us around, turns us around, and we forget who we are, we forget the basics, and we're thrown off track. Say a tremendous event takes place and it takes our attention away. That's one of the main reasons why the Maha Mantra, why Krishna's name should remain on our lips, in our mind, meditating in our heart at all times. Because what you'll find is when you have properly situated yourself with devotional service, and that is the proper path back home, back to Godhead. When you've situated yourself on that path, you always have some instruction to pull from. If not from the scriptures, it's from a another devotee who has maybe had experiences similar to yours. But you'll find that when you have an ounce of faith, just a little bit in what we're getting from the scriptures. But just keep meditating on that faith and eventually whatever the situation is that needs to be resolved, you'll get answers to it. Whatever is happening, the heavy heart will not be so heavy anymore. But now, nowadays, as it was before, it's becoming even more difficult to connect and remember and I said a couple of times, it reminds me of the ultimate magician. And well, actually, the magician is Krishna. But, you know, the, the layman magician is constantly throwing balls up in the air. And your attention is taken by each ball that's thrown up so that your focus is no longer on what's straight ahead of you, in front of you. It's on the distractions. And it is so easy in Kali Yug to be distracted. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Stub your toe on something and all of a sudden, oh, your mantras, oh, my toe hurts. I, um, I did that. I was really, um, reading the scriptures and I got up and hit the toe on something and all of a sudden all of that 
depth that I was getting from the scripture was gone. It was like my toe hurts and I've lost this. I've lost it. I've, I'm distracted. And it took me a while to get back. That toe being stubbed was not a big deal. But the point is so many important lessons that we need to remember are forgotten sometimes based on what's happening straight in front of us. We've got to be like that horse. Always think of the Clydesdale horse. They're so graceful. That horse with binders on where you see straight ahead and you've got the focus. You've on focus. Our focus should be on Krishna. Our focus should be on reading from the scriptures, learning from the scriptures. And if we're lucky enough to at least have some comfort and familiarity with chanting the Maha Mantra, so that various times during the day, you're chanting the Maha Mantra. No time in 24 hours should our attention not at some point be on the holy name, which is Krishna, or be on Krishna. Because you'll find that when you have that proper focus, whatever happens, whatever comes in your pathway, it's like a little, It's you treat it like a little fly that you just whisk out of the way. You just brush it off. Because you have got the connection. You've got the connection with Krishna. I'm not saying that every situation that we come across is going to be easy. No, it's not. The closer you're getting to realization of your relationship with the Lord, the tests are going to be even more challenging. I remember when I was thinking about initiation and just thinking about it because I thought, I don't need this. I'm just doing fine in my life. And it was crumbling. You know, the corporation where I worked was coming apart at the seams, you know, as far as, how they interact with the employees, how they were treating them. And they had your mind so wrapped up that your focus was the company or their nonsense. And, of course, gradually over time, I came in touch with a devotee, which was my my um, my brother-in-law. And Krishna always happens at the right time in our lives. If you come across a devotee or a book, Srila Prabhupada's books, and you don't read it or take a, a acknowledgement of that relationship at the time, don't toss it. Put it on the shelf. I'm always saying put it on the shelf because there's so many things that we're bombarded with. You can't always focus on everything. Main focus should be on Krishna. The main focus should be on how we can devote ourselves to his service, to his service in serving someone else. New initiates or those that have been initiated over time will find that before, it wasn't that their lives were boring, but there were not so many obstacles that they had to cross and and overcome. But you are getting the supreme jewel of a relationship, of a life, and it doesn't come easy. Of course you're going to have some challenges. Of course you may even lose some associations, family members, some of your best friends. But if you lose them and you are focused on the Lord, you are devoted 
to your devotional service. Whatever should remain in your life, and that means relationships, they will remain. Some are just meant to be there for a moment, and then they're done. That That's just the way it is, and it's difficult to accept that sometimes. Some situations in life are meant for a moment, and that's as long as it should be. Yesterday I was um, going through physical therapy, and uh, one of the um, one of the ladies there, she was she would always be talking about her job and and how great the job was, um, and about the benefits and all the niceties. And we get comfortable with things. We get very comfortable with things. And she yesterday she totally blinded by the factor. What is the best word when someone catches you off guard with information? Anyway, long story short, they told her that her job was going to end in a month's time. You know, just like that. Now, someone that doesn't have some grounding in faith would lose it. It's like, what do I do? I'm lost. There is nothing out there that can assist me. And You know, she's really depressed about that, and it's hard to to sometimes approach the topic of faith if you've not talked about that with an individual before, but I thought that was a great opportunity. You know, I thought about the time, um, there's a, a timely saying that when one door closes, another one opens, everything happens for a reason. Sometimes it, it doesn't fall so well with people, but we have to be factual. We have to be logical about what's happening in our lives. And if it takes an impact on our emotions, it's difficult. But whatever is happening in our lives happens for a reason. That's why it is very important to have a focus, to have something, someone to hold on to. As you grow in Krishna consciousness, you'll understand that the one personality, the one object of our affection, our greatest love, should be Krishna. He has been batting all of the obstacles out of our way since time immemorial. We just don't remember it. And the very fact that we're listening right now means that we've built up some credit somewhere along the line, and we're picking up where we left off. Now, you'll hear that said from time to time, whatever life, whatever points, whatever boons, whatever mercy, whatever spiritual credits you had from a previous life, you pick them up. And it appears that you pick them up a little bit faster or quicker when you've taken shelter of a guru, when you've taken um, initiation. I'm remembering things that happened in my life, and it would be like going up against a brick wall because I would—I didn't have any solution whatsoever as to what to do. I'm going to try not to wander off uh, from the scripture, but the point is, when I came across devotees, when I was given the scriptures, the Bhagavad Gita first, um, someone gave me some bhajans, listening, you felt a connection that was there. You felt a connection that was familiar. 
And it was like you were just getting comfortable with being somewhere that you were supposed to be. What I'm saying is, when you come back to Krishna consciousness, whatever's going on in your life, whatever nonsense, it's going to be there, whatever it is. Don't let go of Krishna's lotus feet. Don't let go of Guru's merciful feet. Study the scriptures. Take it seriously, but you take it even more seriously when you decide, okay, I want to take shelter. I'm not saying that if you don't take initiation, you won't get any knowledge. You'll get it. But it's like the path is quicker. It's a speedier path because you have an instructor. You have one instructor that's guiding you constantly. With Arjun, getting back to the scriptures, he is aware that Krishna is leaving, um, leaving the planet. And all of these wonderful things that happened, maybe he wasn't really in the moment at the time, but at a point in time, Arjun realizes all of the wonderful things, the power that he had, the strength, the knowledge, the intelligence that was given to him from Krishna. And not to be simplistic, but when things get off track, when we get a little confused, when things do not multiply and divide and add properly in our heads, when we're off track, the best way to get back on track is one of the many best ways is to call out the Lord's name, to chant the Maha Mantra, to have someone on speed dial in your heart or on your phone that you can call that is a devotee of the Lord that can help put you back where you belong. Sadhu Sangha. Sadhu Sangha. Srila Prabhupada always, always stresses that. Devotee association is so important. And if I bore you with the fact that it is important, then just let me bore you because it works every single time, no matter how things happen in life. I am able to, just me, speaking specifically, I'm able to walk to the temple and have darshan of the deities, of their lordships. I am able to find some pure devotee that knows all the right things to say at the right time or that just is there that I can speak to or I have the right book to pick up because you'll find that whenever you're challenged, pick up one of the scriptures, pick up the Bhagavad Gita, the beginning of knowledge that most people start out when becoming a devotee, they read the Bhagavad Gita. Flip it to any page that you can possibly flip to, and it will be exactly where you need it to be at that point in time. It's what you need to read when you need it. Yes, things are going on in our lives. Things will always continue to go on. They've been going on lifetime after lifetime. But because our June's memory is still good, 
He remembers all the things that Krishna did for him, all the things that was given to him, the mercy. And it begins to come back to him that, yes, I'm not disconnected from the Lord. And that's the other thing that we need to remember. The books connect us. The chanting connects us. The darshan of their lordships connects us. There is never a point in time, no matter where we are in the world, where we cannot feel that we're not connected to the Lord. If we are feeling that way, maybe we need to round up some more devotee associations. Maybe we need to chant a little bit stronger, a little bit more sincere with the scriptures. We don't always have, we may not all ever have the opportunity that Arjun had with the Lord. He spent time with him. I can't even fathom having that constant association of the Lord touching the cloth, the just feeling that association, except when I have the association, the darshan of the Lord in the temple or at home. I encourage uh, devotees that are serious, set up an altar in the home. The nice part about Krishna consciousness is that you don't just talk about the Lord. You actually see the Lord. That helps us to stay grounded. And speaking of grounded, I didn't even write anything for today because it was so complete. But I thought, Krishna, touch my heart in any way that you want. Please put the right associates around me. And just let me feed off of that because that's absolutely what I'm doing and that's absolutely what we should be doing. You should always have someone that you can turn to that will help you revive the positive vibrations of the love of God that will remind you of your association with the Lord that will share with you these pastimes to help you remember Whatever it is you're going through, someone else has gone through it before and someone else has survived. So that should give us hope that whatever it is that's happening, if we just take shelter of the Maha Mantra, if we follow the rules and regs, there there are a couple of them, but the main ones are um, no meat eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, and no intoxication. The other ones that follow are sadhusanga, proper devotee association. Have someone that you have more than someone that you can go to when the times are challenging to you and you can talk. Develop that relationship because sometimes we have to create the relationship. It doesn't always happen. Some of us are just fortunate for it to fall in our laps. Oh, there's this person that I can associate with. Perfect. Person has everything, all the questions they can answer for you. However you need to feel, they seem to help that feeling along. Find someone in a time of need, and every moment in our lives is a time of need because we're in an unnatural position. We're in a strange place. We're in a material world. And it's not ours. It's not, it's not our home. But you can get through and you can get by 
with understanding the scriptures, with taking shelter of devotees. I'm not saying you shouldn't associate with people that are not devotees. Everyone intuitively are devotees in their hearts. They just have not connected. But when you go out into the world, you're going to experience people that don't exactly say the things that you say or believe the things that you believe. But even under those circumstances, we can still exist. It's like you have to rise above situations, not be arrogant, but rise above a situation and see yourselves on a level different, in a sense, than the quote-unquote average person. When you have that connection in the heart, and Krishna is always there, when you have that connection, as our June has had it even more than we've had it, or we remember, when you've had that connection, and if you just go back and remember, reminisce, think about the best times that you had as a devotee, when you were having the right association, when your hearing was such that whatever was spoken, it touched your heart. Go back and remember these things because sometimes that's all we have to hold on to. And it gets us through. It gets us through. Um, and as I said, my experiences are my experiences. In India, first time with relatives, first time. We know no one in India, but we're going to take my brother-in-law's ashes there. Everything that we were doing, we had this little ounce of faith, very tiny amount. We were depending on the Lord. Everything that happened was amazingly the mercy of the Lord. We were to meet someone in Vrindavan. We'd never met the person before. Vrindavan, the way people come and go, there are many people there. The chances of you meeting someone that you don't know that's going to assist you are slim and none. We're sitting in the restaurant. Uh, Govindas, I guess they call it, yeah, I guess it is Govindas, in uh, Vrindavan. And our contact walks in and makes connection with us just like that. It's like, how does this person know that out of all of Vrindavan, out of all the restaurants and hotels that we can be in, they walk into this place? It was God-directed. It was Krishna-directed. He knew who we were. He found us. And this may not seem like a big deal to you, but if you're in another place and you don't know anybody else and you go on faith and someone tells you, well, this is what's going to happen, all we had was a little faith and boom, he's there. We're still traveling. And, you know, because of the language, the, the gap in language, sometimes what we're understanding was not really understood. We end up in this remote section outside of where was it was it Delhi or Mumbai I'm thinking it was near Delhi I'm thinking it was Delhi yeah I'm trying to remember where do we because I'm trying to remember the situation where we had to catch a cab it would have been Delhi so we wanted to go to the um bus station, and we didn't really have a lot of good communication with the uh, temple there because we didn't take advantage of it. So we get in this vehicle, and, you know, the guy, yes, he can help us. Yes, he knows exactly where to take us so that we can go from there to, is it Hadwa or Rishikesh that's close to Delhi, or is it? 
that's okay. Then it was Delhi. Then we get in the taxi cab, and you know where everything is all lit up at night. We shouldn't have been traveling at night, but we did it at night. And it started to get dark because he was driving in places where there were no lights. And I'm thinking, if we go into a bus station, shouldn't we see some more cars and some more lights? And this individual had an agenda. Of course, we looked like we didn't belong there. And we looked like we didn't know where we were going. And he took advantage of us. But because we had an ounce of faith, when he took us to this side street, it was one a place where the village had little businesses. And he, he just parks there, and it's like, where's the bus station? Oh, just a minute, I'll get it. And I'm going, there is no place where there would be a bus station. Well, this guy takes us to a friend of his who has a little pick-me-up, a little bus, and this is where he wants us, this is what he wants us to travel into. And that's why sometimes you have to realize no matter what mistakes, bumbling mistakes that we make, Krishna's always watching our back. Guy doesn't take us any further. This is it. He's, he's stubborn. He's not moving. This is, he wants us to accept the uh, services of his friend. We don't know these people. So we get out of the taxi cab in this little busy village. And we're standing there, and it's like, okay, what do we do? We don't know anybody. We know we want to travel to uh, uh, Hadwa. Is that where uh, Lakshmanjula, the bridge is? Yeah, that's where we wanted to uh, put the ashes. We knew we wanted to get there. We didn't know anybody else there, and we were traveling on the word. We were traveling with the mercy of the Lord. And so my, my sister-in-law is walking up and down, you know, trying to find something. I don't know what she was looking for in that area because it didn't seem like it would be, it could be found. Policeman is standing there, um, and he sees what's going on, but he doesn't do a thing, doesn't say anything. So I couldn't think of, what do I do? We're in this village. We don't know anybody. And I thought they said something about, you know, we're always connected to the Lord. We're never not with the Lord. So... What came to mind was the Nishringa Day prayer, which I love dearly. I just started singing the Nishringa Day prayer. And then I got louder. And then I was consistently louder. The louder I got, the more faith I had in the fact that the Lord knows exactly where we are. He knows exactly the plan in which to get us out of this situation. And I don't know how long I stood there singing the Nishringa Dave prayer and my relatives are walking back and forth up and down the street. And I'm thinking, if this is real, it's going to work. But at some point, I forgot about that point. I just started singing. And something in this policeman's heart who stood maybe six feet away from us, watching everything, something connected. The Lord connected with his heart because what he did was he stood in the middle of the street. He flagged down a taxi. He gave the guy instructions to take us to the proper bus station, just like that, just like that. I don't know who he was, but he had to be a servant of the Lord. But he got us out of a situation that could have turned really ugly. 
because we could have been there in the wee hours of the morning on the street, not knowing anybody with these bags, foreigners who could have been taken advantage of, but because we had faith as tiny as a mustard seed, Krishna saw it, and he sent the assistance to us. Now, that's small. That's a small thing. The other things that happen, you know, um, somewhere in the Ganges, um, at the foot of, uh, is it the Himalayans? We were uh, on a bank. I think it was, was it Rishikesh? Okay. Anyway, um, in, in parts of the water in India, the depth is cons- it's consistently low. But if you travel a little bit further out where we were, all of a sudden there's a drop. And unless you're expecting that drop, people have died moving, not knowing the water. They're walking along and all of a sudden there's this unexpected depth in the water and it drops. Well, my sister-in-law was, you know, she's, she's, what's the right description? She's, uh, she's a flower child. She's a flower child, just believing in whatever anybody said or did. So she's out there sitting in the water and then she decides to stand up and she's like six feet. She's walking toward the water and a little lady on the bank was just yelling and she didn't understand what the lady was saying. But in actuality, what the lady was trying to do was to stop her from walking because at some point she was going to lose her footing and go down in the depths of the water and not expecting it, she could have drowned. Now that may seem like something small, but that just tells me that no matter where you are, Krishna is always watching out for you. No matter what you're doing, as long as you have developed a little faith in Krishna and you're willing to let it grow, let it grow. You will never make a better choice in your life than taking shelter of your family, your father, mother, father, God, Krishna is. And whatever is going on in our lives, whatever's happening, Surrender and give him control because he does a perfect job, a completely perfect job. And like Arjun, he's had all the experiences. He knows that the Lord exists. He got a little off track after a while, and he began to forget things. And all of a sudden, he remembers all the good times and the things that Krishna did. And that's all we have to do. It sounds simplistic, but it is pretty easy. Have moments. Every single one of us should have moments in our lives where we realize that Krishna stepped in. And sometimes, for lack of people around us immediately, that's all you have to cling on to. Cling to it. Believe in it, knowing that it happened before and it happened again, and that Krishna was with you then, and he's there with you now no matter what's happening. And that's kind of like the rope that we hold on to on the path of devotion until we get back to Krishna Loka. I don't mean it to sound so simple, simple, but it really is if you just have the faith of a child that whatever's going on in your life, as long as you are following the scriptures, because there is a standard, as long as you're trying to do your best, Krishna will take care of the rest. He'll maintain what you have and carry what you lack. And 
I am proof. I am proof. Um, there's so many situations that I've had, and some of you, I'm sure, have had situations where you didn't think something was going to transpire or take place, and you thought about Krishna. And all of a sudden, whatever that situation was, it was gone. Because you remember, he was there before, and he'll be there again. And he always will. As long as you've developed that surrendering mood, and you trust him enough, and you understand that he is always taking care of you. He's loved you more than you love yourself. Very simple, very simple process. But it's challenging because it's a miraculous relationship. It's a miraculous thing to have the mercy of devotees, of the Lord, to have the mystical events that take place in your life. And you stay around long enough, you'll have stories to tell. So I'm trying to stay on track today, but the point here in text 30 is that Arjun was missing Krishna. And the translation is because of the Lord's pastimes and activities and because of his, the Lord's absence. It appeared that Arjun forgot the instructions left by the personality of Godhead. But factually, this was not the case. And again, he became Lord of his senses. And yes, we will be off track sometimes. We will forget. But if we just remember a situation where we were pulled out of something, where the Lord rescued us, hold tight to that because there should be many, many more situations that you can rely upon that will get you through this material world until you are no longer, um, your body is no longer required here and you're ready to finally go home back to Godhead. Does anyone want to share any experiences where, you know, you've had a really mm, serious situation where you thought something wasn't going to happen properly or you felt lost or you had that moment where you knew the Lord stepped in and rescued you from whatever it was or some family member, anyone. No. Keep living. Keep living. Keep taking shelter. And there has to be miracles that will happen in your life. When you are taking shelter of the Lord, when you are chanting, when you are reading, when you are developing associations, when you're listening, when you're eating properly, when you're taking care of your body. It is a temple. It really is. It Take care of the body. Because when it's in good shape, different things will begin to happen to the body and to the mind. It's, it's amazing. I know it sounds very simple, but it's a very easy path from a distance, it looks like that. It's a very easy path, but it's very doable. Become Krishna's devotee. Serve Krishna's devotee. Don't make it your goal to get something out of the relationship. Just do it and develop a love. Because Krishna will always, always, always give you back more than you've ever given him. Always. So I will end at this point. Anyone wants to 
share anything or have any questions or any? No? Thank you so much for being here. Um, it is always appreciated. It is always, um, it's a connection that the speaker makes with whoever is in, um, in the audience or whoever is out there. And Krishna is always arranging the right people to be here at the right time. So thank you very much because you help me a lot. So we'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Shishirada Kalachanji Dham Ki Jai.